This is Manual Focus, where we shoot the breeze about the fine details of photography and creative life. I'm Alicia Cologne, commercial photographer and stylist for creatives. This is episode seven, the four qualities of light. So photography in Latin literally means light writing. And just like how a pen impacts the shape or stroke of the line in calligraphy, so does the quality of light impact an image. So because light can either further or distort your message, you need to know how to harness it. But before you go wielding this blazing tool, see what I did there? (laughs) You got to know some basics. So light provides dimensions. Light wraps around your subject or scene, revealing form, size, depth, and even texture. So the four inherent qualities of light are color, shape, direction, and intensity. Now, the reason why I'm including, quote unquote, inherent, is that there are stacks upon stacks and upon stacks of way to modify a light and change any of the four previously mentioned qualities. But the thing that's really important with light is that there's always a baseline. And in order to know how to modify it, you have to know what that baseline is. So let's drill down into each one deeper. So first up, there's light color or color temperature or Kelvin, which is the uh, official way to measure things. So it literally can go from orange to blue. So midday sun, that's a 5,500 Kelvin, just in case if you're interested, that's going to be your clear blue. It's not very, very blue, but it's, that's your standard daylight color. Now, any number that gets higher than that, so let's say 6,500, that's going to be really, really, really blue. Now, if you go lower than that, like 2,700, that's warm. So the lower the number, the warmer, the higher the number, the bluer, um, Another thing to think about color temperature is that you can throw color. So color acts like a grab and it will just toss it all over your subject. So if you have a light and you're bouncing it around in a red room, whatever you're shooting, even if it's a white vase, is going to have some red shadows in it. So you have to be cognizant of whatever colors are around you. There was one time that I was shooting um, this really lovely, like, white monochromatic neutral thing. Um, it was like a still life, but I had, Oh, it was my Christmas still life. Yeah. And it was this beautiful, uh, marble and I had a green shirt on and I did not think about (laughs) my green shirt. So I ended up having green that I ended up having to desaturate so much of, of one specific side of the image because that's where I was with my camera. Uh, and Therefore, now you kind of understand why people wear black uh, a lot of times on set, so they don't have to uh, throw their color everywhere. Um, Additionally, if you mix different colors of light sources in one scene, you'll get a muddied mess. So yeah, there's plenty of ways to fix that in post-production. Lightroom has it, Camera Raw, Capture One, Photoshop. I mean, you can just, you know, clean that up, but... You can also solve it in camera, which is my fave, by the way. Uh, You can use gels to colorize the light as you need. So the second is shape. So how is the beam of the light dispersed? Is it soft, diffuse, omnipresent beam, or is it more directional? Now, the difference between these two is whether or not it's a hard light or a soft light. Another way to ask is, is there a strong or is there a strong gradation of feather from light to shadow? So 
Soft light, it's pretty obvious, soft light is diffused, it's omnipresent. Uh, there's a soft gradation between light and shadow, where hard light is very directional. So again, soft light is kind of omnipresent, it's kind of everywhere. And hard light is directional. There's a hard line between light and shadow. So now there are plenty of light modifiers out there that will help shape and mold the light. But in general, the bigger the relative size of the light source compared to the subject being lit, the softer the light. The smaller the light source to the subject, the harsher or harder the light. So if you take a bare bulb and you put it next to me, and this is you know your average bare bulb, it will look like it's a very hard light. However, if you replace my head with a Barbie head, so therefore the relative size between the light and the Barbie head has changed, the light will appear much softer. So conversely speaking, the farther you move away from a light, the more hard it becomes. So this is also why the sun is softer during dawn and dusk. There's more atmosphere that the light must travel through before it's lighting its subject. So at noon, the light is harshest, not only because of proximity, but also because of positioning, which leads us to the next quality, direction. So direction, it's definitely commonsensical. You guys will get this, obviously. Every light, there has to be a starting point and there has to be an ending point. Um, the starting point is obviously very erupt where the ending point generally just fades to nothingness. So the flow of the light will directly impact where the highlights and the shadows will land. Another factor that comes with the direction of light is intensity. It makes sense that if you put a subject closer to the start of the light beam, that it's going to be brighter, it's gonna be more intense, and vice versa, if you move it the farther the way, the more dimly lit the subject is. So, but last and not least, this takes us to intensity. Intensity is how bright your light is. How much light is available will impact your ISO, your aperture, and your shutter speed. Like I mentioned before, you can place your subjects closer to the light, but variances between soft light and hard light will come into play. And that is where it gets tricky, where all the interplay between the quality of light happens. So now this is just a highlight of everything that I'll be covering in the upcoming lighting workshop at Creative South on April 7th in Columbus, Georgia. If you're interested in learning more, come and check it out at creativesouthgeorgia.com. Well, thanks for tuning in. You can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and Dribbble as Alicia Cologne. For show notes, go to aliciacologne.com slash manual dash focus. See you next episode.